Welcome to Thriving Tribesmen. My name is Corey, your host, and I'm excited to be making this episode. Uh, I've been sort of a uh, whole day sort of thinking about what I was going to be talking about and literally scouring Facebook. Uh, I didn't go to Reddit, however, because sometimes I go to Reddit and then that's where I get the idea of what to say. But I did finally see a post where somebody was saying that... Um, they feel just like a roommate and they feel just like a handyman. So I'm I'm really sorry if you can hear the background of the wind. I'm in my car, but um, hopefully it's not that loud. So anyways, he said he um, feels, feels like a roommate and feels like a handyman. And every time he speaks to his partner, it's like crickets, like just no reply. There's just nothing coming back. And my reply to it was don't ever talk about it so this is something that i I say all the time that you don't talk about it now not to be big-headed or anything i think we'd have to to spend some time me coaching you on certain things and then you can talk about it so those things are like uh your voice tone uh your ability to to convey a message without transmitting bad emotions because usually when you whatever you feel the other person feels especially on a conversation that is serious so you can go to the person smiling smiling and laughing and um, giddy before you have a serious conversation so the fact that you you've set them down the fact that you they are across you it will feel like a very serious conversation and if you are nervous about what you're going to say, if you are in any way unsure for what you're about to say, they will make a decision based off how they feel themselves. And usually, if you've transmitted really negative emotions, they will make that decision based off negative emotions. So this is when I hear guys say, oh, I spoke to her about it and we've spoke about it loads of times and nothing has changed. Well, nothing has changed because you've come across uh, pretty badly. It does, uh, and again, it, it's it's almost crazy when I told them that it's ninety seven percent of your communication, especially in a very important conversation, is going to be nonverbal. What that means is that what you say, what your body is saying, your voice tone, all of that is what is the most important thing. So people will say with this, and again, part of the the driving force of what they're saying is coming from this place of pain and that pain of rejection and the amount of times they felt rejected. So it then creates this real, um, very bad vibe when you speak to that person. And this is why I say don't ever, ever speak about, unless, like I said, by the time we've worked together, you would have you would start understanding this stuff like voice tone. You understand how to convey. And again, the, I think the, the major part about the whole conversation is that you have to have control of your emotions, but at the same time, you want them to state claim to that conversation. So what you say should leave a gap that they want to fill. So it should be desire-inducing for them. So... What does that mean? What that means is that they have to listen to what you have to say 
and then feel like they need to stake claim in that conversation. So uh, one of the things that I, I learned and uh, I forgot the name of the guy, his company is called The Black Swan. He was the um, FBI um, the hostage negotiator. He says, you always go for the now. So most people, they try and convince somebody, yes. So you imagine you've set this person across you and they can feel that it's going to be a serious conversation. And they, from past experiences, whenever they sit down in that sort of scenario, they know you're about to try and convince them to say yes. So every part about them, even though they want, they want to um, say yes, there's part of them that's resisting because they're not going to enjoy what's going to be said. So by giving them the opportunity to say no, it gives them an opportunity to relax in the conversation. It gives them that opportunity to feel like they have a say in this conversation. It's not going to be about you dictating what's going to happen. They feel like, no, I've, I've now have, a, I've said no. So it means that I now have an opportunity to relax because I've said no, because everything in their body is telling them to say no. So you give them that opportunity to say no. And one of the ways we do this is you say, is it a ridiculous idea for us to actually start talking about sex? You know, and she'll say no. And at that point, when they say no, then all of a sudden you can now have that conversation because they've relaxed. You might even need that in order for you to relax. And then all of a sudden, they're now having this relaxed conversation. And when they make the decision, they're going to make a decision on based of what emotions that you've transmitted to them. So now, uh, it's, it's a very hard episode to make when um, I think this is sort of uh, training I'd give with visuals because I think you need more than one sense in to be engaged in order to get what I'm saying. But if you get a little bit of what I'm saying or if you have to play this back to actually uh, go back to try and catch what I'm saying, this is probably the most powerful thing that you can do for anything. Now, this is not just for your relationship, for business, for your family, for convincing your children, everything. It always comes down to, and this is, um, I'll put it this way, this is one of the reasons why um, <laughs> my daughter, she, she goes and does horse, ride, horse riding. And one of the things that impresses me is that you can't just go and ride a horse if you are an emotional wreck. Like, that thing will buck and kick you off. You have to have a good control and good feelings about what you're doing when you're, especially when she's cantering and then having to jump off obstacle, jump obstacles. You have to have that coolness within chaos. So it's that ability to control a wild beast like that. And, you know, she's 10 years old. But what I'm trying to, my point is that, uh, within those conversations to get what you want within that conversation you have to have the ability to be calm to be able to put away all the negative things that you've experienced all the rejection all the other issues that have gone on in the past you have to be able to put it away and then be able to convey you know um feelings of fairness feelings of um 
an opportunity as well. And again, part of it is, again, is what I'm saying, creating that gap so you can get them to stay claim in the conversation. And then also when you ask questions, you say, what's your opinion with this? Like you ask them that question. And then as they speak, you, you take note to what they're saying. And if that, they say something that you do not like and you do not accept, usually people jump in and then they, they try and correct it and then they try and then they allow the emotions take over. And then that person shuts down and then there's nothing that's been accomplished. But taking a moment to acknowledge how they feel, maybe, maybe the fears that they're experiencing regarding sex, maybe the fears that or whatever has evolved and changed the way they think about sex really even if it sounds ridiculous taking a moment and pausing and taking note of it because once they feel understood and they feel like it's safe for them to share then you're, you're now on the road to actually now figuring out how do we actually fix this but if you get emotionally involved and then you just <laughs> sort of shut it all down uh then you've got nowhere and Again, that it's another conversation that's been had that's not fruitful, that is. So hopefully this is like completely changed the way you look at it. Because like I said, generally I'll tell you not to have the conversation. The thing that you can do right now is really just focus on your behaviors, your habits. And those are, are the most important things. So you you remain cool and calm calm and collected around the house. You do not allow the fact that you're not having sex and you've been rejected a few times to negatively affect you and your life, your parenting, the way you communicate to your partner. Because most guys, they then give her the most horrible cold shoulder. And even if she woke up horny and then you've given a cold shoulder for 10 days, she's most likely not going to be wanting to have sex with you. So there's probably chances when she wanted to have sex with you, but you've been such a dick the past 10 days. So <laughs> I'm laughing because it's, we, we think we can force people into certain behaviors. And it's a thing that is probably we learnt as children because our parents forced us into certain behaviors. So we think as we come to adults, we can do the same. But you, when you're in a partnership, usually the issues that you face within the relationship, it's behaviors and habits that have got you to that bad place. So in order to remove yourself from that place, you need to change your habits and behaviors and the certain things that you need to change and again i would not know what behaviors and habits you need to change until i actually speak to you and have a conversation with you and if you want me to figure out what habits and things that you need to change go to my instagram it's uh thriving tribesmen and you'll be able to get apps on there send us a dm and then we'll just walk you through how you can actually map out this thing, map out a way to getting a much more fulfilling relationship by just overcoming some of these things. And a lot of it, people think it's a sex issue. It's a behavioral habits thing. Like literally, it's an easy fix. Uh, the few guys that I've spoken to recently, they've already started getting laid. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it's, a, it's amazing because it's such an easy fix. Like, literally, it's such an easy fix. And it's 
ridiculous because usually when I speak to people on Facebook, they've been burnt for so long that they've got no um, belief. They don't want to take a leap of faith. And the weird thing about it is that they expect to do the same things and then hope for a different result. There's this sort of hope mentality that I keep seeing where people just hope it's going to change. Now, I've been in the trenches before. I've seen this terrain before. And I'll be your general and guide you through this. And this is the reason why I've created this podcast and we've been creating, asking you guys to come to the GMs because we can guide you through this. Like, it's an easy fix. And I think most people are apprehensive because they think, oh, I'm going to get charged. I'm going to get sold. I'm not going to sell you. I'm going to give you everything you need to start changing things around. Obviously, I can't help you over the DMs completely. And I can give you free coaching lessons. Obviously, it's going to take more than that for you. Because I can get you laid pretty quickly. And I can get you laid consistently pretty quickly. But if without the rest of the coaching, you might end up back in that place. So there'll be certain things that would have to shift in terms of your mind. There'll be certain things that we need to shift in terms of your your, your behaviours. And those are the things that will take time that you might need coaching in. But again, if you say I can't afford it, I'm not, <laughs> I can't do it because I can't afford it. No problem. Come to the DMs. We'll sort you out. You'll be able to start, you know, with predict, pre- predictability, be able to start getting laid. And <laughs> getting laid, that's the wrong way of putting it, especially if it's your wife. Uh, yeah, you start having real intimate encounters with your, your partner, like with predictability. Yeah, with with consistency and frequency. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, like I said, uh, tales in show um, what I was going to say, but it's already 13 minute, 14 minutes and uh, I need to stop now. <laughs> it can't shut me up, especially when I get started. So thank you very much. I was in a row then. I'll be speaking to you guys soon. Take care.